welcome to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Kant, author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And if you're not already part of my tribe, would love to give you a free gift, my Light Warrior Empowerment Package, right on my website, karencan.com forward slash free gift. Uh, so you can get all sorts of free gifts, including my very, very popular clearing and protection spray formula. Now, today is the first Monday of the month, and I have Dr. Dennis Lobstein with me today. And we are going to do the Ask the Doctors LifeWave radio show today, meaning that anything related to LifeWave, we can answer your questions like, you know, today's topic is about headaches and things related to head or imbalances related to the head. So if you have questions to ask about Maybe, you know, is there a certain LifeWave protocol or patch protocol uh, with these phototherapy patches that may be helpful for my symptoms, whether or not it has to do with our topic. We're happy to answer those a little later in the show. So let me just give you the number to call in. It is 818-514-1190. Again, 818-514-1190. And for those of you that are brand new to LifeWave or just thinking of trying out these uh, awesome little phototherapy patches that Dr. Dennis and I love so much and train uh, people on, um, you know, if you want to go to the chat and uh, while we're t- uh, talking uh, about headaches today and if you want me to quickly muscle test you for what patches you should start out with for your highest and greatest good, I'm happy to do that. So I just opened the chat. Um, so if you're online, then you can see us uh, and you can also, um, you know, chat you know, your questions there for Dr. Dennis. And so like I said, today, uh, the first Monday of the month, we're talking about headaches. Um, there's a lot of different ways people treat headaches, except that most of them are not necessarily uh, what we consider the best way. So there's, you know, X number of drugs and uh, more drugs, and there's some, you know, more uh, maybe holistic approaches to, there's like homeopathic medications, there's acupuncture, of course, uh, which is, um, we're going to talk a little bit about today, Chinese medicine and headaches, what it means. Um, some people do massage, you know, for headaches uh, that can be very helpful, at least temporarily. Um, and but, but medications are like the number one thing, and headaches is one of the most common, uh, I think, in the top five or top ten reasons that people go to the doctor, the Western medical doctor. So wouldn't it be great if we had like uh, healthier ways of understanding why headaches occur and then how we can actually treat the symptom without all the drugs. Because think about it. You're taking a pill. The pill has to be digested and then process, processed by your liver. You know, all that toxicity, you know, goes to your bloodstream. And maybe, just maybe, you know, it'll address what's causing your headache. Um, now, that being said, I have to say that in the past, before I discovered LifeWave, definitely, I was like a pill popper. I mean, I was a medical doctor, so I could prescribe my own medication. So I think I had tried every single non-steroidal uh, anti-inflammatory out there. They're called NSAIDs, so ibuprofens, Motrins, uh, Naprosins, all those. Naprosin, I think, was my favorite. So because I had, um, you know, all sorts of aches and pains, you know, from my skating, and then I'd have these headache, migraine kinds of things, um, like late in the day. Dr. Dennis might talk about that uh, today. So that was that was my cure-all, but unfortunately, over the years, that ended up, you know, causing what we call leaky gut in my system. I started with all these allergies and intolerances, was on inhalers and the whole bit, and now, you know, I'm not taking any medication at all, not even my thyroid medication. I don't need that anymore. So um, uh, this has been, LifeWave has been a really wonderful tool, you know, for me to help keep my body energies up, to keep those meridians open 
So I absolutely love them. It's one of my absolute favorite uh, tools out there for natural self-healing. So, and Dr. Dennis here is an, uh, an expert in uh, Asian medicine. He also does matrix energetics. Um, so he's going to share with us some of the Chinese medicine backgrounds of, you know, why people get headaches or head-related symptoms, and then, you know, what acupuncture points would be helpful, how to use those using these non-needles <laughs> phototherapy patches. So welcome, Dr. Dennis. Hello, hello. Oh, hey, Dr. Karen. I'm delighted to be here with you all. And... Uh... Be like a real head case this morning from all, all that you just mentioned. <laughs> I actually have this uh, this model brain in in my uh, clinic that uh, I talk to people about uh, when they come in with headaches, or we talk about brain function, and it actually splits in half on the mid sagittal line, so you can uh, show them the hemispheres and do di- two different pieces, and uh, oh, nice. I keep it together by by having my Halloween costume uh, placed on it, which holds it together. My Halloween costume is a set of Groucho Marx glasses. And so when I take those off <laughs> and and I, I pull the hemispheres apart, then I can tell people I have a splitting headache. Oh, my gosh. That's too funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's too funny. Okay. So, so uh, do you have a story to tell us about headaches or Groucho Marx? Well, that that was kind of the story, but <clears throat> headaches are caused by a lot of different things. That, But we need to keep in mind that according to Asian medical theory, pain is caused by blockage to the flow of chi and blood. And um, that blockage can be created by a lot of different things, including and not the least of which are toxins that are accumulating from the environment and also psychological stress. And also uh, those toxins aren't just chemical. They're also electromagnetic. Dr. Karen really well knows and talks about too and deals with spiritually. Uh, we're, We're talking about a lot of things our ancestors weren't exposed to like uh, the everyday cell phone. Every time we talk on it, we're um, exposing ourselves to microwave radiation and cooking our brains. And um, those frequencies like a microwave oven are at 10 to the 7 hertz. And that just blasts the living chi out of food. And the cell phone blasts the living chi out of our brains. And so there's an an increase in... um, in um, brain cancer and tumors from that. And uh, before that ever happens, there's stagnation that goes on and that develops into headaches. But that doesn't mean that all headaches lead to cancer. Um, Just saying that's one way it starts. And I think people really get afraid of that symptom of headache because their mind kind of goes there. Oh, my God, it's a tumor. Like, you know, like that kindergarten cop uh, uh, with Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where the he's a kindergarten teacher and the, the kids are like, he's like, oh, I have a headache. You know, it's because the kids are so crazy and he's just a cop, right? And, and the guy's, the kid's like, I think you have a tumor. And he's like, it's not a tumor. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, but everybody thinks that. <laughs> headache equals tumor. So it's interesting you're mentioning that. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, certainly um, 
physicians have to rule that out when someone comes to see them with a headache. That's one of the neurological things that they rule out. And, um, and then, um, <clears throat> then there's the, the um, whole grid of toxicity. Right now we're on 4G, but uh, there, the um, telecommunications is building us uh, 5G, and we're antennas. Our skins pick up frequencies, and the skin's the largest organ in the body, and the acupuncture points are the points of lowest resistance that are the most sensitive to picking up these frequencies. And so when we transition into 5G, we're going to find more weird and bizarre stuff going on at frequencies that are disharmonious with the body's own healthy frequencies. So right now, 4G is a source of headaches, but 5G is going to be even worse. That's what we assume, uh, right? Because it, it gets worse every every time they increase it, right? That's right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Did they do that on purpose, or is it just stronger, just because it's stronger? Well, both. It's intentional, and uh, there's an agenda of consciousness behind that intention for um, for harm and cutting down in the population, unfortunately. But it also boosts the signal, and it, it makes um, data downloading so-called more competitive and faster. You know, okay. how fast do you want to get? You would have to draw the line somewhere between usefulness and safety for health. Right, right. <clears throat> and then there are HARP frequencies. Uh, HARP is a high-frequency active auroral research program. And it's labeled a research program so they don't have to justify its benefit to risk and can just continue doing it, which they have for decades. And that sends um, acoustical scalar wave signals bouncing off the clouds. And every time you look up at the chemtrails in the clouds and you see these uh, wavy uh, ruffles have ridges kind of... uh, Ripples like the ridges potato chip, uh, potato chips. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, yeah. Those are the harp radiation bouncing off the clouds. Well, they're bouncing off the clouds into us, as well as everything around mm-hmm. us and the earth. And uh, that's re-resonating our frequencies as well. So that can be a source of headaches. So basically, we're looking at. Um, incoherence caused by all these toxins and EMF toxins and toxins from the environment. And then there are heavy metals in the chemtrails themselves under cover of geoengineering or or weather change. Uh, We have um, increased headaches and brain fog and less mental clarity. Um, And that's the result of all these toxins that are bioavailable that are particulate that we breathe in and um, that creates blockages and it, it lowers our yang chi that we can receive from the sky and uh, it poisons the web of life it's not the least of which are the microbes in the soil mm. and um, <clears throat> it creates a lethal brew that decreases health in fact um 
There are over about 200 some species of plants and animals that go extinct every single day. And that's 10,000 times the background extinction rate that's attributed to the, these um, chemtrails and, and uh, toxins wow. from the environment that I just talked about. So it's a serious problem, and that's why I'm bringing it up. And it's only uh, one contributor to headache, but it's uh, becoming a major one. And a lot, a lot more people are getting headaches these days. Um, this is a global epidemic, especially the sinusitis or the inflamed uh, sinuses that lead to the headache and inflammation leads to blockage that creates pain. Mm-hmm. And, um, and about 90 to 95% of, um, of the, um, chemtrails result I mean chemtrail infections or inflammations are because of fungi because the healthy microbes are destroyed from the um, heavy metals and other constituents in the chemtrails so um, from a, a western viewpoint we're looking at physiological changes and chemical, biochemical neurological changes that cause headaches and um, I'll, I'll talk about the viewpoint of TCM in a minute. But I'd, I'd like to point out that the um, human energy field or the biofield, when it becomes incoherent on the physical level, we feel bad, we're in pain, we have more accidents and more health problems. On an emotional level, we get more sad and depressed and angry, and uh, we resent resent and feel guilt and shame. And on a mental level, we have confusion and paranoia, and we get pessimistic thoughts and low self-esteem. And on a spiritual level, the incoherence uh, induces fear and separate ego, and we lose our mission, and we mistrust our intuition. Wow. So, yeah, and, and that's like physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual layers. And so the incoherence that we get from from uh, the disharmony from things that I just mentioned and, and others, like toxins in food and in, in, in water and air, uh, we we're looking at remedying that by becoming more coherent. Now, if we become more coherent on the physical level, which in Chinese medicine is a jing, we feel good. There are no blockages and therefore no pain. We have material harmony and good health and fitness. On an emotional level, when we're more coherent, we have joy and happiness and peace and safety and innocence and confidence. And on um, a mental layer, when we're coherent, we have clarity of purpose. We're optimistic in our thoughts. We have high self-esteem. And on a spiritual layer, now we're talking about Shen, we have faith, 
we're one with spirit or great spirit or God or, or whatever you want to name that, that harmony. And we know our soul's mission and we trust our intuition. So our, our goal in dealing with headaches among other kinds of blockages and pain is to reconfigure the incoherence into coherence on physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual layers. Mm-hmm. So, so it's it works amazing how and how the incoherency can cause all those things, not just you know one thing. Yeah, exactly. That's right. So it's like any one or combination of the things that I just mentioned is what we're dealing with or looking looking at. So um, from a Western viewpoint, we're looking at um, causes of headache being stress, lack of sleep, fatigue, um, infection, noise, uh, traumatic injuries, cold, sinuses being inflamed, and even dental problems. So um, in in the West, as you mentioned at the top, the uh, basic treatments were invasive and somewhat barbaric relative to what we can do with with uh, Asian medicine and the etiology is the best guess scenario uh, hmm. and uh, in the psychiatric realm it's based on the DSM 5 uh, and there are whole list of diagnoses in the DSM 5 and there's no test there's no physical test for any of the biochemical imbalances that are listed in the DSM-5, only some psychological tests grounded in statistics. Mm-hmm. So um, there, there's actually, as an aside, there's a museum in L.A. that's run by Scientology, and it's called Psychiatry and Industry of Death, and it's a real eye-opener uh, my my sister takes her <laughs> clinical her clinical psych students there uh, at the end of their their clinical training in in uh, psychiatric nursing. Wow. So I, I go with them every once in a while, and there's all kinds of barbaric stuff there, like uh, trephining, which is oh you don't know what's causing the headache, you just drill a hole in the skull and let the evil spirits out. Wow, uh, that's crazy. And so, um, yeah, and they used to do, t- besides trephining, torture was done, uh, causing mm-hmm. extreme pain with water or uh, just physical pain. And then uh, that advanced into electroconvulsive shock therapy and also drowning. Drowning? Yeah, drowning. They, they, um, I, think it, I think it was even... Dr. Rush that was instrumental in developing some of those techniques. You dip the patient, you have them sitting on the chair, and you dip dip the chair 
in this pool of water for a while in, until they actually freak out even more than they already are and get <laughs> a near-death experience, and then you pull them back up. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so if if you ever come to L.A. again, check out that museum. It's actually very <laughs> eye-opening. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So now, now we say we're much more humane because we're using petrochemical pharmaceuticals which have their own problems like uh, carrying toxic vehicles with them and creating even more blockages. For example, the, um, <clears throat> the non-steroid anti-inflammatory drugs that you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. um, in addition to statins causing liver cheese stagnation, the non-steroid anti-inflammatory drugs also cause liver cheese stagnation. Now, when the liver cheese gets stagnant, the yang chi rises, and when yang chi rises, that creates headaches as well as high blood pressure. And um, when that happens in the Shaoyang uh, channel, which is on, on the temporal lobes on the side of the head, because the Shaoyang includes the gallbladder and the Sanjiao or triple burner channel combined together, you get uh, stagnation in the gallbladder channel that is along the temporal lobes of the brain, and that creates migraine. Well, when you have liver cheese stagnation, you also have uh, liver attacking spleen or wood attacking earth, and that's not good because the spleen is responsible for, among other things, keeping the blood in its vessels. So when liver cheese Uh, is really stagnant and attacking spleen chi, the spleen can't hold the blood in the vessels. Now, when that happens in the brain, you get what's called, in Chinese medicine, reckless blood. In other words, the blood leaves the vessels, and when that happens in the vessels of the brain, you have a CVA or a stroke. Hmm. So you're you're lucky when wow. you were OD'd on uh, NSAIDs that you were younger and and that uh, probably kept you at a relatively lower risk for stroke, which if you were on them now you'd have a, a much increased risk of it. Are you saying I'm old? <laughs> <laughs> I was older. hoping you wouldn't catch older. that. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I definitely uh, feel that way sometimes. <laughs> I know. I realize when I look in the mirror that if I smile a lot, I look a lot younger. So I think I'll smile more, <laughs> even than, than I normally do. It's like, oh, there's no such thing as saggy saggy face when you're smiling. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's All right. True. So we got to fix our liver chi. <laughs> so, yeah. so NSAIDs also, or, or, or anti-inflammatories cause that. Yeah, and also a lot of psychological stress and frustration, and being exposed to disharmonious frequencies, as I mentioned earlier, that all contributes to stagnant liver chi. So that's to be avoided in aerobic exercise and stretching, doing qigong, doing aerobic exercise. 
those all move the the chi in the blood and take away from the liver chi stagnation. Uh, so uh, let's see. Um, it's not just stagnant liver chi, but in um, TCM we can have headaches that are caused um, by liver yang rising, which I mentioned. That's the, the result of stagnant liver chi. But we also get headaches from wind cold. Now, wind cold is wind is a movement, and uh, cold is extreme yin that invades the Taiyang channel, which is a combination of the bladder and the small intestine on the side of the neck. So that's why when you first start getting a a quote-unquote cold invasion, you get a stiff neck, and that's followed by a headache. That's a wind-cold invasion. Mm -hmm. I used to get that whenever I was next to a, um, a fan. Ouch, you have lots of fans, Dr. Karen. <laughs> Those guys are fans. <laughs> yeah, right. no, I, anytime there would be a fan in a room, I'd be like standing as far away from it as possible because I did not like that, that wind on the back of my head. Yeah, because it invades the um, the Taiyang channel and and introduces evil chi or disharmonious frequencies that are not congruent with the body's health. Mm-hmm. And uh, cell phones. Yeah, and they also love cold air blowing on them from the ceiling. That also increases the risk of, the risk of uh, wind cold, and it's usually followed by headache. But it's, Which uh, means is it, is it true that for some people it's it's for the highest good, like it's good for them to have a fan on them, like when they sleep at night or something like that? Or overall you're saying it's bad, whether they like it or not? Well, if they're very healthy and it's cooling for them, that could help them feel good. But if it's to the point where it it breaks down their Wei Chi field, the Wei Chi field is a protective field of chi around the body that's um, generated by the lung chi if it breaks that protective chi down and introduces disharmonious frequencies uh, that are carried by pathogens then um, it's bad Mm, gotcha so um that transforms into wind heat, and wind heat uh, has an even more raging kind of headache that goes with it, like when you got the flu and a sore throat. And then there's wind damp. Uh, wind damp is um, damp accumulation, and that can lead to a transformation of the damp into phlegm, and phlegm obstructs orifices according to Chinese medical physiology, and that creates blockage. So you can have uh, blockage by damp or blockage by phlegm and phlegm stagnation, and all of those uh, create headaches. They don't necessarily have to create headaches, but they're one of the causes. Uh, Let's see. We We also have uh, wind, heat, and wind damp. Yeah. 
So any one or combination of those. So, of course, then, let, let's say um, uh, you were able to see that there's um, wind damp going on. Well, then you would um, patch points that drain damp, like Spleen 9, and also uh, that get rid of wind and um, superficial wind can be dissipated or toned down by patching points like gallbladder 20 on the side of the neck, on the base of the skull in the back. And uh, in fact, that would be a good combination for wind damp would be gallbladder 20 and uh, spleen 9. So um, mm-hmm. if if you suspect that the headache is caused by damp accumulation from wind invasion, and that's uh, from external wind, then that would be a good way to get rid of that kind of headache. Uh, let's so see, how we do also you know have, whether it's wind damp versus wind heat or wind cold? The damp is accumulation of fluid, like swelling, edema. Okay. Uh, lymph not moving and the heat is uh, you feel really warm you have a raging sore throat and stuff is red and on fire and the cold is a uh, the opposite of heat it's uh, very yin it's uh, not pardon? you feel chilled? or is that yeah yeah chilled yeah you feel chilled but not not like um, chills where you go back and forth between hot and cold. That that's a different thing. That's a transition. But just mm. chilled without without uh, shivering or oh, I mean, sorry, no, it should be shivering because that's cold. But I mean, without hot and cold chills. Ah, okay. Um, <clears throat> so it's it's very uh, very yin and and the the. Um, the nasal just charges uh, watery, and the neck is stiff, and and then you've got this wind-cold headache. So uh, if you got that going on, then you can also use gallbladder 20. And then uh, you can also use uh, triple burner 5. And um, you can use points that increase heat. Uh, such uh, such as tonifying the um, the life gate, like uh, the Ming Man, which is right below the second lumbar vertebra. That's uh, GV4. So that makes mm-hmm. a nice triangle, by the way, too. You can put um, one of the wide patches on GV4 and then a set of isolated patches on gallbladder 20 on either side, white on the right, 10 on the left. So there's a nice combination for dealing with wind-cold. Let's see. So other conditions in Chinese medicine that can create a headache include um, liver fire. And that's the, the liver accumulating toxins and infection and just being way too hot. 
And uh, you can drain the liver fire with um, liver 2 and large intestine 11 or even large intestine 4. So uh, we'd, we'd put, um, say, if you use two sets of iceway patches, you could put both tan patches on liver 2 and both white patches on large intestine 4. Or if you only use one set, you could put the white iceway patch on the right large intestine four and the tan one on left liver two. Ah, okay. So I like that. That's a good way to drain isn't liver that the, Isn't that part of your um, travel protocol? Yeah, except they use liver three because that liver three is oh, a good okay, point okay, right, for... Right, right. Dissipating stagnant liver chi, and that usually results in a buildup of heat and could transform into liver fire. So uh, the patches are big enough, actually, when you put them on liver three to actually hit liver two as well. Mhm, mhm. And that was sorry, oh, was that wind heat? Uh, no, that's liver fire. We're talking about. Oh, liver fire. Okay, liver fire headache. Okay. Yeah. So, so far we talked about wind cold, wind heat, wind damp, liver young, rising from liver cheese stagnation, and liver fire. And How do you also, know you have we liver talked liver fire about, versus liver young rising. Uh, with the liver young rising, there aren't necessarily heat signs, which is like increased. Um, Increased pulse, feeling warm, uh, liver being hot to the touch. Ah, okay. Um, symptoms of um, the four bigs, like uh, major sweating and um, major um, tachycardia or fast pulse, and um, redness, swelling. Uh, when you when you touch or palpate the liver, it's uh, painful, but you can also feel the heat and uh, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, the the stagnation is uh, you've got high blood pressure, and you got a headache starting from being associated with the blood pressure, and it's usually in the temporal lobes. With a liver fire, it may not necessarily be in the temporal lobes you might have a vertex headache because there's an inside liver channel that goes directly up the inside of the body and it ends at the vertex of the head or the brain. So that's more like liver fire stuff instead of um, liver young rising, which is more temporal. Gotcha. Okay, and then uh, let's see, uh, kidney deficiency. That can uh, cause headaches too. The the kidney chi, or the kidneys have batteries in the body and the batteries are weak. And when the batteries are weak, things don't move and don't get powered very well. And so uh, kidney deficiency could create a headache from that, from overall weakness. And... Uh, of course, we could 
So this is someone who feels very tired and has headaches or just tends to have a very um, low constitution, like they tend to catch everything known to man and (laughs) to still Well, both. Both. Well, weakness. um, It's usually associated with old age because we're exposed to more toxins throughout the lifetime, and it doesn't have to be with old age, Mm -hmm. you know, like us. Um, But... (laughs) Because we keep moving. (laughs) Right. So we we keep moving, and so we prevent that because we keep regenerating our kidney chi with our movement and with eating healthy and cutting down on exposure to toxins. You know, like Suzanne Summers uh, says in her book, We're Living in a Toxic Soup. Well, that's a contributor to, um, to weak kidneys as well, like uh, adrenal fatigue. Right. So so that that's what we're talking about is adrenal fatigue or kidney deficiency. So we can uh, tonify the kidneys by um, patching the life gate and uh, bladder 23 and also uh, kidney 3. So I'd, I'd alternate between kidney 3 and bladder 23. Bladder 23 is the... Um, Back to point for the kidneys. So those those are good ways of dealing with uh, kidney deficiency headaches. And then we have um, um, blood deficiency, and that's like anemia and uh, not getting enough oxygen delivered to the tissues, and the um, hemoglobin is low because of the anemia, so um, it's not carrying enough oxygen. So we want to... Um, introduce more iron that way and um, tonify the blood. So uh, So tonify blood, how? Yeah, so that's what I'm... uh, Lean 10? By using bladder bladder 17. (laughs) I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was guessing. (laughs) Based on my... What did you, you know, guess? Uh, oh no, I said that because I had I knew something to do with blood it was like spleen ten and liver eight, but um, I didn't think of yeah. Those bladder are good 17. ones. Th- those are good, but uh, bladder seventeen is the um, influential point for the blood. So uh, liver eight, spleen ten, and bladder seventeen are all good for tonifying blood. And um, some other causes of headache are blood stagnation. When uh, when the blood doesn't move and we get blood stagnation, and um, we want to get blood moving. Now, the liver actually is responsible for energetically channeling the blood around, and you want to include liver points in uh, dealing with uh, blood stagnation. So we could use uh, bladder 17 and um, also uh, liver points like liver 3 and uh, maybe even gallbladder like gallbladder 39. So um, I want to go back to looking at uh, 
different classifications of headaches in the West and and how we can deal with that using a bunch of different acupuncture points. So the most common kind of headache, according to Western classification, is a tension headache. And that's a radiation kind of headache. And 22% of the population has that from stress and from tension. And um, the the doctors usually tell them to take aspirin or, or uh, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs or even antidepressants for that. Mm-hmm. But in uh, in Chinese medicine, we have points that can relieve tension. And and uh, in particular, tension headaches. And those points include bladder 60 and gallbladder 20 and gallbladder 38 and liver 3 and GV20. Now, b- besides uh, relaxing the sinews and the muscles... To get rid of headaches, uh, these points that I just listed have other characteristics, too, like uh, bladder 60 is really good for releasing heat and for calming down wind and for excess of yang and for relaxing the um, sinews to relieve the tension headache. And it's got the unique characteristic of being distal from the brain. And the bladder channel goes up to the brain and the head. And so that's a really powerful point for getting rid of tension headaches is bladder 60. So I, I like to way back down at your ankles can help your head, but that's very typical Chinese medicine. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. The more distal, the, the principle is, the more distal the point, the more powerful it is. And bladder 60 certainly qualifies. So that'd be ice wave on each bladder 60? Yes, that would be the choice. Uh, white on the right, tan on the left. And, and then uh, you could put YH patches above, like uh, an Eon on GV20, a... Um, one of the other wide patches like glutathione on on GV14 or even on the third eye. Or my my preference in this case would be an Olivita on the third eye um, or even Nirvana. Now, um, since I mentioned Nirvana, that's that's good for influencing the endorphins. But in the case of the the third kind of headache I was going to mention, which is a cluster headache, that's contraindicated because um, uh, Nirvana increases endorphins, especially with the supplements, and that helps people relax, and that that creates pinpoint pupils when we relax. So there's there are more opiates on board. Well, you get pinpoint pupils when you have a cluster headache, so there are already too much circulating opioids in the body. So we don't want to contribute to more of that by using Nirvana. So I'd, I'd say stay away from Nirvana in the case of a cluster headache. 
because of that. So the, the cluster headache is a, the least common headache, but it's recurrent and it's very severe. And it, it often happens around the eye or the eye orbit. There's uh, increased sinus congestion with it. And it usually involves a trigeminal nerve. And there's usually eyelid drooping or ptosis and facial blushing and, and rhinitis or nasal discharge and tearing and, and red eye. And, and as I mentioned, pupillary constriction and photophobia, and confusion and agitation and anxiety and, and the loss of focus and an increased risk of suicide. So the the Western treatment for uh, for cluster headaches is uh, steroid injections or surgery on the trigeminal nerve or um, calcium channel blockers like verapamil. But in um, in Asian um, medicine, we could use uh, lung seven or lung nine, stomach eight, and gallbladder thirty eight. And um, use those along with pericardium 7. And uh, can also use patches along the trigeminal nerve, which is like stomach channel area on the head, like stomach 1, 2, 3, and 4, and stomach 7, which is a little further back around the jaw area. Because the trigeminal nerve goes up to the, uh, the temple, and across the face from near the ear to um, about the stomach one two three four area and down to um, around the jaw area. So patches can be used in those areas. And in addition to the points that I mentioned, just play with the the location to see which one works best. So you the, said the that they reiterate uh, lung eight, stomach eight, pericardium seven, and I missed one. Uh, gallbladder thirty-eight. Ah, okay. And I, I said lung seven or lung, oh, lung nine. Seven, sorry. Mm. Yeah, but you know, if you patch lung seven, you're pretty much going to influence lung eight and nine too. And lung eight is good for dredging toxins out of the lung. Lung nine is a source point. So you can't really mess up when you try to hit lung seven. And lung seven is near the stop addiction point, too. So we're going to influence almost everything in that area by patching lung seven. So a good combination of patches for that uh, would be an Eon on the right and um, SP6 on the left. The stomach eight is up near the temples. It's about half a soon into the hairline um, and above the jaw where the the jaw joint is and uh, that's about lung uh, sorry stomach seven and then you go above that to just half a soon back from the hairline and you got stomach eight in that area. And if you palpate it or feel around, 
you'll have an ashi area where you can put the patch in the case of a cluster headache. So this obviously means putting patches on your face, but usually by the time you have any sort of thing called a cluster headache, you are so desperate for pain relief. You don't really care. That's right. You, you got patches on your face. Patches on your face, right? You're just going right, to be thankful those that are bad. There. Yeah, you cannot function at all with with that kind of headache. Um, now, are you saying to use lung seven as well as the stomach eight and gallbladder thirty eight, or just pick one of those three and then use pericardium seven too? I'll pick one and see how well it works, and if. Uh, if it doesn't completely get to the point where you want, then use the others too. Mm. Like I'd, I'd start with lung seven, then go to stomach eight, and then go to gallbladder thirty-eight. And, and then what um, about the pericardium seven? Is that another option, or you're saying that's the additional adding? That's the that additional is- with any any of those other three. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. And then the second most common kind of headache is a migraine. About 12% of the population gets migraines. And uh, those that have migraines love to avoid them like the plague because uh, they're sharp and throbbing and they almost incapacitate you. And uh, when you feel the aura change of a migraine coming on, you can do something to stop it right away, especially with the patches. If you catch it early, you can completely eliminate it instead of having to wait until it's really, really bad. And then you go to the ER or you go see your doctor and they give you an injection of Imitrex or something like that. And that's like waiting way too long. Then it takes uh, a long time to get rid of. But if you're aware of what's happening in your field or your aura, you get rid of it easily right away. So um, I actually sent you um, a protocol for migraine, and uh, and you're welcome to put it on your um, on your uh, notes from what we talked about today, included in there. And and it has uh, one of the protocols that I've used since uh, about 2010 when I wrote it up for getting rid of migraine. And that includes uh, first dredging the gallbladder or the Shaoyang channel through the um, through dredging the uh, temporal lobe area of the brain and um, then you after that, uh, after the um, the blockage in the Shaoyang channel starts dip- dissipating from the dredging, then um, put the patches that you just used for the dredging on gallbladder 41 and Sanjiao or triple burner five. So the patches that we use for dredging are ice wave, put the white one in the right palm on pericardium eight, which is a Lao Gong point, And that's the point that Qigong masters use to emit Qi. And then put the tan one on left pericardium eight and then stand behind the person and have them standing or sitting 
and you start around where the temples are, which is the uh, Taiyang area, and the cor- going from the corner of the eyes, the outer canthus area, you sweep along the sides of the head, and you're not even touching, you're just sweeping the aura about an inch or two away and down the neck and down the side of the body following the gallbladder channel all the way down to the feet and then you let go being near the body and you reposition the hands while you're away from the body back up to near the temples and then you sweep down again so the reason you don't reposition while you're affecting the aura is so that you don't mess up the chi and send it back up so you sweep down you move away from the body, reposition, and then sweep again all the way down the gallbladder. Mm. And then uh, when it starts going away, you can put the um, the tan patch on left gallbladder 41 and the white patch on the right Sanjiao or triple burner 5. Ooh, that's handy. Yeah. So the migraines are pretty much all Xiaoyang issues? Yes, mm-hmm. pretty much. Because Xiaoyang is temporal. Yep. And as long as we're talking about areas, I, I should probably ought to point out, well, Xiaoyang is temporal. The vertex area we talked about, where the liver channel comes up, causing a vertex headache, that's Yin, J-U-E-Y-I-N. That's internal liver stuff. And a frontal headache uh, usually is a Yang Ming headache, raging in the sinuses. And uh, an occipital headache on the back of the head is considered a Tai Yang headache. As we talked about earlier, Tai Yang is bladder and small intestine together. And um, Yang Ming, which is a frontal, that's a combination of large intestine and stomach channel. So uh, you could address Yang Ming headaches or frontal sinus headaches with large intestine and stomach points like large intestine 20 on the sides of the nose. And I like to make a triangle between large intestine 20 and the yin tong because yin, yin tong or the third eye is really good for relieving uh, sinus congestion and sinus pressure. So I'd like to put ice wave on on large intestine 20 and then an eon or an olivita on the third eye for a frontal headache. All right. I hope I'm not bouncing around too much. Well, my notes look like we're bouncing around, but uh, um, I think I have some. Uh, let's, I, I think I might have some holes here, and maybe we'll have you fill those because I might have missed something. Um, okay. Because we've got the Western classification. We started with tension headaches, and then we went to cluster and then migraine. Um, and even though guys, we're talking Westernized diagnoses. Uh, we're not treating them per se, like the you know, like we're not treating them as a drug. We're we're treating the pain 
of that. So I just want to clarify that for everyone, even though we're using Western terminology here, just so people can kind of understand, you know, where to look for the different points. Um, Dr. Right. Dennis, you mentioned many different points for the tension headache, and you're just saying, I mean, we started with bladder 60. Are you saying just try each of these things, you know, um, and see which yeah. one works best for you? Okay. Yeah, like for the tension headache, which is the most common, um, actually I should have listed tension and then migraine and then gone to cluster, but for some reason I skipped a cluster first before I did migraine. But the order should be tension, migraine, and then cluster. Um, right. But, um, you know, in, in, in um, how much it's prevalent in the population. But as far as answering that question goes, um, yeah, you don't use all the points at one time. They're just different possibilities. But a really good place to start for tension headache is bladder 60. And then go up to the head like GV20 or GV14 or both. Or what one string that I like is GV20, the yin tong, which is, which is the third eye, and also GV14 above with the bladder 60 below. Is that so for, for tension example, or is that for anything? For tension. For tension. For tension. Okay. Yeah. Especially if there's upper body and shoulder tension, then one of the wide patches mm. on GV14 is really indicated, and that relaxes the shoulders. And the tension in the um, trapezius or the Taiyang muscular area So uh, the GV20 is the opening to the Tai Chi pole at the top of the head, the byway, and that's for wind and for both raising and lowering yang, depending on intent, and other patches used with it. And it tonifies the sea of marrow, which is the uh, nervous system, and it calms the shen, benefits the brain, and so for headaches, I, I like to use GV20 for that is reason. That with and also Eon? with Eon, yeah. And so it what also do you put on is 14 then? Uh, glutathione. Ah, okay. And then I'd put an Olivita on the third eye. Mm. So I've got like from top to bottom Eon on GV20. Olivine on the third eye, and glutathione on GV14, and ice wave on bladder 60, with the white on the right and tan on the left. And then I have a really nice triple triangle, and the apices are all in the head area. Wow, that's pretty powerful. Cool. Yeah, very powerful for tension. Okay, so um, I, I didn't list them yet, but other points that are commonly used for migraine besides the protocol that I sent you and that I just mentioned for the migraine a few minutes ago, mm-hmm. other migraine points could include stomach eight and Sanjiao five or triple burner five, 
And gallbladder eight, that's a really powerful one. And gallbladder 14, that, that, that's actually on the uh, forehead. And gallbladder 41, which is the master point for the belt channel. And GV16. That's so a single point. So what are you using there? Uh, probably YH patch. Or um, if it's not a cluster headache, uh, even use a Nirvana there. Mm-hmm. Or even an uh, Olivita. And the GP16 is a really powerful point. It also tonifies the Sea of Marrow. And it calms Shen, and it deals with calming down wind, so it calms down movement, and it be- benefits the head, and it's indicated in TCM for symptoms associated with CVA or stroke. So those are really powerful points. Uh, GV16 for migraine and GV20 for tension headache and gallbladder 20 for wind that's bilateral and uh, that also gives us uh, blood pressure relief if we patch GV20 it clears the senses and it also gets rid of dizziness and um, helps with the eyes and with the head and and with wind. So earlier you mentioned about the different, like the Chinese medicine uh, diagnoses, if you will, of the different things. Yeah. And we went yeah. through uh, cold damp formulas, cold wind formulas, liver fire headaches, um, kidney deficiency headaches, blood deficiency headaches, blood stagnation headaches. So how are people, like if they're trying to like diagnose themselves, so to speak, to know which points to use, how do they like know between... Um, like blood stagnation headache versus, say, liver young rising? Well, you got to look at the whole pattern and also not really worry about that. Um, that helps me with my discernment, but just to make things simple, use the major points like bladder 60 and see how that works for you. If you know you have migraines, just go with the migraine protocol. Um, if you got cluster headaches, go with those points and try different combinations there. See what works best for you. Okay. So I, I think that's a better way of approaching it for LifeWave people instead of worrying about how to do a, a TCM diagnosis. I don't even know how to do a TCM diagnosis. <laughs> so, well, I wasn't I, I do, yeah, I was all, training. No. Yeah. I use it all you the time, but I still time. have to look stuff yeah. up. I still have to look stuff up yeah. to be sure. Some, so I don't think that's a good thing to teach people right now. I just wanted to give people a, a sense for what's going on in TCM relative to Western medicine. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll just put in my blog uh, notes here. I'll, I'll cut and paste that to the end and put the advanced TCM diagnoses and associated acupuncture points. Cool. 
Yeah. And I'll just underline the word advanced. <laughs> so people don't go, oh, my God, I don't know how to diagnose myself. How am I supposed to know what that disease is, you know? So we want to, like, un, uh, you know, unstress people out uh, for that. We don't want them to get a headache, right? <laughs> right, right. You, you don't want the stress but, that can induce a headache. So um, people generally know whether they have a ten, attention headache, a migraine headache, or a cluster headache. So right. I mentioned different points that you could try out for tension, different points for migraine, and different points for cluster. So that's yeah, basically that all you good. need to know. Yeah, that sounds good. That's very cool. Um, so let me just check the chat to see if there's any questions. Nope, I don't see any questions here. So those that are still on the call, I know we went over time here, and if you want to ask a question of me or Dr. Dennis to clarify anything we've done today or anything related to LifeWave, you can just we'll just spend another couple minutes here and just you can just raise one call in 818-514-1190 again 818-514-1190 hit one so we know you have a question um and then i'm writing the uh, blog post and that's going to be published in a few minutes after the show on the uh, lifewave patch training team uh blog uh um which is at patchtrainingteam.com forward slash blog so patchtrainingteam.com and uh, so we have we'll have all the points there listed for you um, so if you haven't been furiously taking notes <laughs> like I have, uh, you know, then you can just have it there. And just keep in mind, you don't use all the points, okay? Just, just you know, intuitively pick one out of the different symptoms that you have. Try it out. And the nice thing with Ice Wave is you can just put a little bit of masking tape on the back, drink lots of water, you know, and then place it on those points without taking the adhesive backing off just to see if it works for you. If after a few minutes you feel like, you know, maybe another point would be better, then you can switch it to the next point on the list and see how that works for you and so on and so forth. Yes, it is a little time-consuming, but if you have um, any sort of headache and you don't want to do the whole drug route, you know, um, then this can be, you know, really effective for you. And it's I know definitely handy for me to have all these different points too from Dr. Dennis because sometimes I'll have what I call – uh, I used to call it anyway Mother Earth headaches, which which means that there's some Mother Earth ascension thing going on, and I'm having difficulty yeah. grounding. Uh, right. And then I'm like, okay, what's you know what 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 points am I going to use you know for that? And that definitely uh, it's fascinating because it can feel like you know like exactly like a migraine, but occasionally it'll be you know the the head you know pain at the top of the head, um, or it'll move. Um, and I'll be, oh, that's interesting, you know, <laughs> while I'm trying, like, you know, it's hard for me to muscle test while I'm in a lot of pain. But those luckily are very rare these days because I worked really, really hard at being able to integrate ground and, um, you know, process all these ascension energies and even for on behalf of Mother Earth. So I get these a lot less often, thank goodness. But it's great to By have way, Dr. Um, Karen, these points. What, what, you, what you went back to there? is the old Yellow River map before the five-element expansion. The, all the other elements had to pass through Earth before they, they got channeled to a different element. Like now we have fire going through from mother to child, fire to Earth to metal. And before that, we had fire going to metal, but it had to go through Earth first. So in, the earth was in the middle instead of in the circle with all the other creative cycle elements. Oh, really? So everything had to pass through earth to be nurtured oh. and re-resonated 
before you know, all the other elements like fire and metal and water and wood had to go through earth to re-resonate, which is basically what you described. Wow. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's really, and by the way, that's a different it, paradigm. If anybody would like to visit our free community clinic on Wednesdays, we could do something really simple, like in dealing with coherence, while the patches increase coherence, and we talked about patches today, sometimes all I need to do is a little bit of Qigong adjustment to go from somebody's incoherent headache to free the blockage until they're coherent. Like just a few seconds. Mm. Re-resonating their, their energy pattern. Very cool. So I can show you the, Very cool. the, head, the, the brain model with splitting headache and then re-resonate. <laughs> anyway, we have a lot okay. of fun. Yeah, and so I have that link here on the blog post, so go ahead and check com, And that link there is a link to Dr. Dennis's flyer with the Zoom link. So in case you are not uh, in the Orange County, California area, you can still join Dr. Dennis and his wonderful sister Heidi on those Wednesdays uh, and you know tune in and, and Dr. Dennis can teach you and actually work with you individually uh, to see you know what would work best for you. Awesome. So, Dr. Dennis, I think we're, we're okay. We don't have any questions today. The folks on the line haven't put their hands up. So I want to thank you again so much for being part of the show. Well, you're welcome. My pleasure, Dr. Karen, and enjoyed being with you all, and we'll see you next month. All right. See you next month, everyone. Bye for now. <laughs>